Welcome to Coffee with Romina. This is your host, Romina Muhammadai, award-winning leader, negotiation and sales expert, and your new favorite podcaster. Each week, we bring you inspiring stories from extraordinary people of diverse industries, sharing practical advice and tips on how to overcome career and personal obstacles, define your own success, and take charge of your own destination. Thank you for spending time with us today. Now let the show begin. Hello, my beautiful people, and welcome back to another amazing episode of Coffee with Romina podcast. This is your favorite podcaster, Romina. First and foremost, I hope you have a tremendous and a fabulous and beautiful Tuesday. And second of all, if you are brand new to our podcast, welcome to our show. And if you are one of our loyal listeners, thank you so much again for trusting me with your time. And I hope you guys actually, as a matter of fact, enjoy this episode. Today's guest is Matt Aponte, you guys. He has been on the show before. If you do want to check out Matt's previous episode, it's episode 63, where we actually talk about reprogramming limited beliefs. I mean, Matt, you guys, it's super duper passionate whenever it comes to personal development and helping others reach the best version of themselves. And this time, I would say it's kind of like a continuous of the previous episode, as a matter of fact, because this time we talk about isochronic tones. I mean, first off, we clarify what are they, what are some of their benefits. I mean, the benefits of you guys are really amazing because they definitely help you with the attention, promoting healthy sleep, which we all need, I know. They help you with perception of pain, with memory, with meditation, with mood enhancement. It's absolutely very important. And another great thing that I actually came to find out before researching for the episode is the wavelengths for the brain. It's very important for you to be able to hit that delta stage whenever, for example, you're sleeping or you're dreamless sleep. The theta stage is the next one, which is the autopilot state when you're learning or you're dreaming. The alpha state is where you're relaxing, recharging. Namaste. You're very relaxed. You're just peaceful. That's probably me when I watch sunsets, you guys. And then we have the beta stage, which is the problem-solving and engaging stage. And there comes gamma, the intense concentration and learning, which is the highest stage. Matt actually, as a matter of fact, breaks down all the stages for us, how we can go from one stage to the other, how to be able to play around with our wavelengths and be able to actually stimulate our brain to hit the proper wavelength and the proper concentration when it's needed. We talk about isochronic tones versus binaural beats. How are they different? What's the big difference between them? How do they sound? And Matt, as a matter of fact, has put to play an amazing, amazing program, you guys, which the show notes uh, will have the link for it. You guys can definitely go ahead and subscribe to his new app and his, to his new project. Matt, again, thank you so much for taking your time and actually sharing all this information with the audience because it's really amazing of what our brain does. I've learned a lot myself in this episode, you guys, so I will dive in and let you guys enjoy the episode as well. But before we do that, I just have to quickly remind you to hit the subscribe button wherever you are getting your podcast juice from. Number one. Numero dos. Go ahead and give us a five-star review if you are listening from Apple Podcasts and a short comment. Tell us how amazing we are doing and why not just drop your favorite episode number in there as well. So, Without losing any time, let's actually go ahead and learn about brain wavelengths and isochronic tones and how we actually would be able to reach a better mental state and be fully cautious on what we're doing. Let's dive right into today's episode. I hope you guys enjoy. 
Matt. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, Romina. How are you? I'm blessed. Thank you so much for being on Coffee with Romina podcast. I know you got your coffee ready. So do I. And we, <laughs> cheers. We are actually going to talk, I would say, session two of your previous episode with Coffee with Romina podcast. For you guys that never met Matt before, go ahead and tune into episode 63 reprogramming limited beliefs so this way you'd be able to fully understand the continuous of the episode or if you don't feel like listening to episode 63 that's still okay just make sure to stay tuned for this one so a lot of my listeners already know Matt. Matt, i'm not going to ask you tell us how did you go about your career but i actually want to just dive in and jump into what you've been up to in the last year because last time we talked and we had you on the podcast was a year ago so update me what's happening in this last year for you Gosh, so much, but the the thirty second uh, elevator pitches, you know, we had COVID just like everybody had that caused a lot of stir in, um, you know, having to pivot in the uh, other digital marketing agency that I'm running. Got back that back up to speed, and then I found myself back where I need I needed to get back to my passion, which was building my personal brand, coaching. Uh, the personal empowerment coach. So as I dove back into that, the end of last year, I had some uh, really exciting uh, discoveries, affirmations of of things that I've been doing and working on, which we're going to talk about in this show. You know, but uh, it's really just kind of been a, a continuation of the first episode when we spoke, and there was a little bit of knocking off course, just like everybody did during COVID. And now um, it's uh, it's fitting that we're back here a year again because I'm back on course and a lot further upstream. So. I'm excited to talk about uh, some of the things that we've been doing. This show is sponsored by Sales Law of Averages online course. The course is a business development course teaching sales professionals and entrepreneurs how to master their sales funnel through sales and negotiation techniques. We all work hard on our leads, but unfortunately often fail to convert those leads to sales. Well, now you can say goodbye to those days. Order the course today at connectwithromina.com forward slash courses to get a deep discount. Receive access to over 40 videos, five hours of training material, and study even movie negotiation scenes today for just $79. Use the promo code Romina, which is spelled R-O-M-I-N-A at checkout. Again, the website is connectwithromina.com forward slash courses and use the promo code Romina that's spelled R-O-M-I-N-A at checkout. Master your sales today. Absolutely. So let's get right to it. At the beginning of the video for the course, which I found it very interesting and definitely a great impulse builder there too, you touch a lot of important topics such as lack, lack of focus, productivity. Those were some things that you were start missing uh, with, you know, with 2020. And understandably, there is a lot going on with COVID. Now, I want you to touch base a little bit on the neurological research that you did and what did you discover? Why why are we always are lacking focus and productivity? Or even if we're on point with those, why do we have downsides at one point or another? Well, so it really just stems back to or down to um, what's called uh, hemispheric balancing. I mean, that's when the different compartments of our brain are operating at different frequencies and different wavelengths. And that happens due to a lot of things, but the phenomenon called FFR or frequency following response is what causes it. And so 
the frequency following response is essentially it was discovered back in it was 19 it was after the uh, Hans Hans Berger discovered or invented the en electroencephalogram the EEG the thing that they put on your brain and to read your brain waves and they discovered that the brain recognizes certain frequencies or beats or cycles per minute in the environment and it will match that frequency within the brain and it's essentially something that you know we have evolved into helping us to be able to be in tune with our surroundings and our environment and that's where the fight or flight uh, response comes in and and so on and so forth so a really good example for that i always share so people can kind of understand everybody's experienced it in their life so let's say you wake up in the morning you go about your day and you're feeling fine you you slept good and you're in a good mood you get in your car or you turn on your radio and prior to that, you're in what I would call like a normal beta state, which is kind of like a low beta wave brain frequency. And you turn on and maybe your favorite song comes on. And for me, it's probably some kind of like, you know, uh, techno kind of like house beat type music. I was going to say, I can see you listening to like Metallica, techno, like different DJs. Yep. <laughs> Yeah. As the music goes on, you find yourself getting more amped up and more amped up. And you're like, yeah, when the, when the song is over, then you're just like amped and you feel good. And some people I do this on their way to work. They play their favorite song. They get themselves amped up on the way to meetings or whatnot. And they just all of a sudden feel in this great mode. And so the reason why that happens is because there's certain beats per minute or cycles per minute within the song that are fast. And our brain recognizes those. And those are tied to a higher a state of consciousness or a higher beta uh, brainwave. And so that is associated with more alert, more amp state. And then on the transverse, if you've ever turned on the radio or got in the car and then you listen to a maybe a slow song, maybe it's a little sad song or depressing, prior you felt fine, but after listening to that, you're like, man, I got to change this. This song is making me depressed, you know? And, and if you don't change it, you might end up, your mind might be going in different things that happened in the past. And now you're thinking of the old breakup and all of these things, and you're just not feeling so good. And it's because of that song. It had a slower cycles per minute. It's putting you in a more subdued state. And then it's tying with that, some of the more emotional triggers from your past and whatnot. And so that is a classic example of the frequency following response. And going back to when we're out of whack and we're, you know, not feeling on our game, what happens is, is that we are inundated every day from different EMF waves, electromagnetic fields, Wi-Fi antennas in the area, all those kind of things. And our brain is constantly receiving all of those different types of frequencies because it's all microwaves, uh, Wi-Fi, 5G, they're all waves and they're all frequencies. At the same time, especially those that live in suburban areas or in the city, you have all of the sounds, you have the, you know, the horns honking and the sirens going and a lot of different things. And so all the while our brain is trying to match our, our environment, but there's so many different things that are going on. It causes an imbalance of our brain waves. And so there's many different compartments of the brain, but mainly we have a right hemisphere and a left hemisphere. And those two hemispheres like to work together and create uh, what's called the hemisync frequency between the both. And if that's not in tune or in line, then that causes irritation, that causes stress, that causes uh, someone who's agitated, easily agitated. And that also causes the, re the release of neurotransmitters that are associated with the fight or flight called norepinephrine and epinephrine. And so we find ourselves in this constant high alert stress state. So brainwave entrainment after about you know, 10 to 15 minutes 
And with the new types of tones that we've created, even about five to eight minutes, you can bring your brain compartments, your right, left hemisphere and the different compartments of your brain into perfect balance and you just begin to feel better. And then we can go into the different states of consciousness later. But that is one of the reasons why most people feel out of whack most of the time and like they can't be on their A game. So my question is, because everybody is very different. Uh, well, before I actually jump to their question, I'm glad you brought the songs as an example, because just last night I was sitting there, I was reading a book, but I came to find out I was re- really spaced out, not really reading the book. Because what triggered in my mind was, who said spa music is supposed to relax you? And who said, you know, a metal music is supposed to get you dancing? Like, who made this up? And how does this work in our brain? I was thinking about this last night. So I'm super glad mm-hmm. you actually brought this up. But my question is, everybody enjoys different type of music on everybody's preferences is a little bit different. So does that mean everybody, whenever they're recalibrating their brain to get to the good vibration, to the high vibration, is everybody's vibration the same or does that change from one person to the other? And then it's about it's about that piece puzzle of the favorite type of music, for instance, going along with a personality. Can you can you explain that a little bit more? Yeah, I can. And so when we talk about the different tastes in music, that is usually um, based on the emotional response that we feel from, you know, these musics. Usually people like to feel good about things, right? So you have a lot of things that are going on within a music. You have your tone, you have the beats, you have the music in the background and all of these things. And then you also have the words. And so usually whatever kind of style genre it is, if it's positive and upbuilding or empowering or whatever it might be, the situation, those are kind of the songs that we tend to go to. You know, as they say, misery loves company. So maybe if we're, we just had a bad breakup and we're just really upset and then we turn on a song and maybe it's a sad country song or whatever, and it's talking about the breakup, we might wallow in that for a little bit too, because we're already in that state and it's just, you know, amping us up and getting us even more upset. However, when it comes to the actual brain waves, um, that's a great question because that takes us right into the five states of consciousness uh, science has been able to recognize. We'll start from the top and go to the bottom, and the top will mean more alert, and the bottom will mean uh, a complete uh, disconnected consciousness where you're in a deep sleep. So the highest uh, known state of consciousness is called the gamma, the gamma state. And so in this state is a very high alert state. So if you're irritable or if you somehow came in across a wolf or a lion in the woods and you are immediately put into the fight and flight response, you are in a very high beta or a, or a gamma brainwave state. And so at that point, you're taking in everything that's happening around you. You're able to see many different things. Your brain is also what's in called binding mode. It's where you're able to take in a lot of different pieces that seemingly aren't together, but your brain can put them together in a linear response to understand what they are. So if you put yourself using brainwave entrainment into a gamma, a mid or a high gamma state, you can actually benefit from this. So this is really good for people that are working with a lot of different spreadsheets, uh, you know, maybe Forex traders or uh, cryptocurrency traders, and they're watching a lot of different things that are going on and they need to be able to make sense of that. And so brainwave entrainment to get you into that state can be really good when you're doing it attentively or rather on purpose. So below gamma, we have the beta. 
And beta happens as soon as we wake up in the morning and we open up our eyes and light hits our eyes. That sends a signal to our pineal gland and our pineal gland begins to reduce or, or release serotonin. And so serotonin begins to wake us up and get us in an alert daytime mode. So for the first 15 minutes of our wake time, as we're waking up, we're in an alpha state. And I'll touch on that here in a moment. But we go through the alpha state and in the beta state. And so right now, you and I are in the beta state. Now, there's a chance because you are also learning. You're like, wow, this is really interesting. I want to learn. Sometimes we kind of tilt our head. You take notes or whatever. As soon as that happens, your brain goes down into the alpha state because the alpha state is associated with learning, our ability to learn and retain, also our creative mode when we're kind of in flow. It's also associated with our flow state. Now, during most of our waking time, most everybody is in the beta state. So beta is associated with our normal state of consciousness. When we're in a good, healthy beta state, when we have consistent brain waves going through uh, our brain, because at all times of our brain, we have all the five states of consciousness, all different brain waves. It's just whichever one is more dominant. So whenever we have a dominant, good, strong signal of beta brainwave activity happening in our brain uh, between the 20 and 40 hertz area, that's good for us to be for our cognitive ability, being able to kind of go and operate and speak with people and make sense of things and do all the normal things that we normally have to do on a day-to-day -day basis. Now, below beta is alpha. And I touched on alpha because as we wake up, we're going to go, we go for the first 15 to 20 minutes from the time we open our eyes, we're in the alpha state. And so if you've ever you know, had experience with someone telling you how to use affirmations, positive affirmations, they say, read them before you go to bed and read them right when you wake up. And the reason being is because in the alpha state, our brain is also in a suggestive state. And essentially what that means is that our conscious mind that works as the kind of the goalie, the logical, making sense of things is still more asleep. So when we're reading these affirmations to ourselves, that's less resistance and that allows those positive affirmations or the life statements that we want to adopt, that makes it easier for those to get into our subconscious mind and rewrite our subconscious belief systems. So the alpha state is also associated with the flow state. So everybody's heard of the flow state, you know, the uh, sports enthusiasts, people that just get in the zone, people that do a lot of gambling or race car drivers, they get in the flow and they just get themselves in that state where everything around them is, is not distracting them and they're really focused and they're just able to be super creative and super focused for extended periods of time. So that's also in the alpha state. And the alpha state is, is associated with learning, like I said, a real creative state of mind as well. And so then below that is called the theta state. And so the theta state is usually when we're sleeping or napping, and it's also associated with the vivid dreaming uh, area. It is also associated with transcendental meditation. So if you get yourself in a good deep meditative state, your brain drops into a theta state. Now, what happens in the alpha state, going back to alpha, is when we are in alpha state, we're aware of our, our surroundings, but we're not completely tuned into our surroundings. We're focused on one thing, we're more in a creative mode, and we're also working on or working from rather our inner world, our mind and our body state, rather than our outer world. And so whenever we are in that state, we're working more, as some people say, you know, we're tapped into to source or super consciousness or infinite intelligence. In the theta state, we're totally cut off from the outer world. We're in a deep meditative state 
Or when we go to sleep, we go into a theta state and we know that because that's where dreaming happens. So in this state of consciousness is where our creative dreaming, our vivid dreams happen. And sometimes we go right into that state and sometimes we pass that state. But in this state, we're what uh, even many scientists call, we are in the ethereal world. So we're having dreams or we're receiving messages or downloads as some people call it. But if you pass the theta state, let's say you're extremely tired and your body needs to go into a deep sleep and a deep cleanse state, that's where the delta state is involved. So delta state is associated where with uh, absolute no consciousness, no physical consciousness. Our conscious brain is completely detached. We're completely asleep. And this is a very important state of consciousness because in this state of consciousness, our body goes through a cleansing system. And that's where our brain goes through. It cleans all of our snaps, synapses connections. It cleans out all the built up adenosine that has happened throughout the day due to all of the decisions that we're making. And if we don't get enough delta sleep, then what happens is we realize that after we're, we're fully awake, we're still groggy. We feel like we can't ever wake up. That's where brain fog comes in. And if somebody's experiencing a lot of brain fog or having a hard time just kind of being alert even through the day, it's most likely because they're not getting enough delta sleep. And you know, studies vary, but you want at least an hour, an hour and a half to two hours of delta sleep every night. And so those are the five states of consciousness, which are common to all living and breathing human beings. Now, there are five states of consciousness. And then when I'm looking at the graph, each consciousness uh, stage has a different frequency. For, for example, gamma has the 30 to 70 hertz, beta 14 to 30, 9 to 13 for alpha, and so on. Now, the question that sparks in my mind is, does the education or the knowledge of one person have to do anything with the, the conscious level? So, for example, I would speak two languages. We're just going to take that, for example. I well, I speak three languages, and somebody that speaks just one language. Does the level of consciousness have anything to do with the knowledge package, the knowledge brain package that a person have, and is a person... Is an individual always able to have all those five stages of consciousness, but maybe at a different frequency? If I'm understanding your question correctly, are you asking that are some people more active in a certain state of consciousness? Yes. And does the the knowledge or your education or, you know, have to do anything with what level of consciousness or what higher level of consciousness you can you can reach? No, no. Any, anybody, any, any person that has been born onto this earth as a human has the ability to reach and attain any of these five states of consciousness. Through uh, Every normal human being goes through the four, the lower four uh, states of consciousness. So you wake up in the morning, you pass alpha, you go to beta, you, you know, through your day, you're in different states of beta. If you're highly stressed and, and anxiety ridden, you're in the 50 to 70 hertz beta because that's associated with an irritable scent. Whenever you come home, you work out. This is also another reason why happy hour is so uh, popular because if you're in a stressful work, you need to come down because you're constantly like, ah, go, go, go. And that's why alcohol and pharmaceutical drugs and recreational drugs are so popular because what they do is they actually bring you down. That's why they're called downers. They bring you down from a high beta, irritable beta into an alpha state where you feel a little more lethargic. You're kind of relaxed and you're just kind of flowing. Things are going. Then after that, when you go to sleep, you go into a theta first. You're either there for a long time or a short time. 
and then you go into Delta. So all of those four states of consciousness are common to everyone. The higher gamma state of consciousness is rarer to be seen where people can get themselves into that state of consciousness. Usually, like I said, like gamers, you know, people that play professional games where maybe they're doing first person shooters and there's a million things going on and they are just kind of really in it and they're able to take in all this information that's going on on the screen and process it. Well, because they do that more often, they can more easily get themselves in a higher gamma state. The great thing, kind of tying into your question, the great thing about brainwave entrainment, which is the reason why I launched Isosync Labs, is that brainwave entrainment allows you to tap into any one of these states of consciousness at will, essentially. So that's why we focus a lot on reducing stress, uh, increasing focus, and getting the best night's sleep of your life. Because if you're in a constant stressed state throughout the day, you're going to have a really hard time get, having a good quality sleep. You'll be in a high theta state. And when you're in that theta state and not a deep, deep sleep, it's easier for things in your environment to wake you up, maybe a little creaking sound or the neighbor's car alarm going off or whatnot, and you're going to awake. We're using brainwave entrainments, you play... We have a lot of sleep tracks, nature, sounds, and different things, and they have these isosync tones that go on in the background to put you into a theta and then a deep delta state. And so we have a lot of testimonials of people coming back and saying, it's the best sleep of my life. I haven't slept this great in, in years. People that suffer from narcolepsy, so they either sleep really hard or they have hard problems sleeping. They're sleeping really good. And then with the anxiety, the stress and anxiety state where your brain is in a high fight or flight state, high beta. So we have uh, using brainwave entrainment to either bring you down to a low beta, so you're just feeling normal, or taking you into that alpha state, kind of like what a few alcoholic drinks will do, or you know, a pharmaceutical or a stress or weed or what have you. And so the great thing about these is that they're very quick, they work very effectively, and they're non-addictive. And so you can do them at any time, anywhere by pressing play. So the gamma state as well, you can get yourself in that high gamma state on demand as well. Did that answer your question? They did. No, they did because that's what I was looking at. Um, I was looking at the frequency and I'm like, okay, well, is there somebody can be only on the 30, somebody can be only on the 14, somebody can be only on the nines, like where, where does that go? So they did answer my question. And just like we talked on episode 63 of the podcast before, I kind of wanted to tie this back to reprogramming limited beliefs and hacking and simulating, you know, your, or recalibrating, I should call it your consciousness frequency in order for you to catch yourself whenever you are in the wrong range. What would be maybe some practical things? I know we were going to talk about the course that you also have available, but maybe somebody needs like that instant thing whenever they catch themselves going a little, you know, a bit too stressful, anxiety kicking in really bad while they're at work. How can they hack or recalibrate their frequency with you? I know you mentioned like words of affirmation earlier, but can you share a little bit more, like a couple of more examples with us to how we can instantly reprogram our brain? Instantly reprogramming our brain is is usually only done through hypnosis. And so that is a much more technical, highly trained process. So I don't want to use the word instantly when we're talking about brainwave entrainment. So it, it is important to state here that brainwave entrainment has been around for a really long time. And most people associate that with binaural beats. And so you've probably heard of binaural beats before. 
they were uh, discovered back in 1894, 1893. So binaural beats is very old technology, and what it, but it, it is a form of brainwave entrainment. However, the newer technology is called isochronic tones. And so isochronic tones were invented back in 1986, I believe it was, 86 or 84. And so it was invented in the 80s. The difference between the two is that binaural beats are only effective in certain brain uh, states of consciousness. So beta, alpha, theta, and delta. And the reason being is because with binaural beats, our brain perceives the tone or the frequency rather than hears it. And the reason why that's important is because our brain perceives the way the uh, binaural beats work is they'll put, for instance, a 50 hertz in the right ear, which is why you need to use earphones with them. They put 50 hertz through the right ear and 40 hertz through the left ear. Now, your brain does not create the 50 and the 40. What it creates is the difference between the two. So uh, 50 minus 40 is 10 hertz. And 10 hertz, as you can see on the graph, is associated with a low alpha. That's if you want to kind of relax. But the thing about binaural beats is that, as you did state before, and which is true, everybody's frequency is just slightly a little different. Binaural beats aren't always effective because some people aren't as good as tuning into them or recognizing them. It's kind of like taking a 50 milligram headache pill and a 1500 milligram headache pill, right? It's different one is a lot in everybody too, depending on the immune system. Yeah. And one is a lot more potent and works a lot faster than the other. So that's binaural beats. Binaural beats are old, older technology. And I've been using binaural beats since 2011. And then in 2019, I discovered isochronic tones. And then I began to figure out how to create my own isochronic tones. And so that's uh, came to the launch of Isosync Labs. Isochronic tones, our brain hears the, the beats or the frequency rather than perceives them. And the reason why that is important is because the results are much faster. So, and you do not need headphones. So you can put on one of our tones or our musics, let's say it's the instant flow state. And if you're like me, I work in my home office and nobody's around, I can just play the music in the background and I can still very quickly receive the benefits of getting my brain into a low alpha state so I'm in the flow state. Same thing happens with sleeping, deep sleep, uh, stress, uh, guided meditation, gamma. So you don't need headphones. And also the great thing about it is that you can stimulate each hemisphere of the brain separately. The reason why that is good is because it helps with things like ADD, ADHD, and even autism. Because in those states, what happens is our the, the side of our brain that is more responsible for, some, for more of the uh, creative side of things has a very high concentration of high beta, high gamma waves. So those all those creative compartments of our brain are working overtime. And then on the other side, all of the analytical cognitive ability compartments of our brain have a high concentration of low, let's say theta or alpha waves, right? And so that's why in those that suffer from chronic ADD, ADHD, or even autism, it's hard for them to carry on normal everyday life. But however, when it comes to creative things, they're able to pick them up and they can do these things as well. So with isochronic tones, and you can stimulate each side of the brain independently. We're actually working with some pediatric occupational therapists, children who suffer from ADD, ADHD, and autism with this as well. But getting back to how can you kind of reprogram your subconscious mind, what happens, the reason why affirmations and you know building habits is so hard 
is because we have our conscious mind, our conscious brain. And so if we read an affirmation that says, you know, let's say for instance, one that I reprogrammed myself for back in 2019, I realized I still had a challenge actually late early 2020, I realized I still had a challenge with imposter syndrome. And so I, I was just, you know, like this has to be imposter syndrome. There were things that I was, you know, kind of feeling. So let's explain what imposter syndrome is first for people that are, don't, for the audience that don't know what that is before we, we dive in further. A basic example of imposter syndrome is essentially not feeling that you have enough credibility to talk about or do what it is that you want to do. So for me specifically, even though I had many, many years experience in what I was doing, I've went and reprogrammed my own self. I've changed my life completely, even though I didn't have a PhD in neuroscience or any diploma, I felt sometimes like I wasn't the right person to be talking about these things because I uh, dropped out of you know school and got a GED instead, and then I dropped out of high school. So I didn't have what society would call a formal education, even though my knowledge was just as good um, or even surpass those, you know, that currently are aware of these things. And so that's a really good example of, of imposter syndrome, just not feeling good enough. Um, constantly comparing yourself to other people, um, thinking that you, maybe you don't deserve to be where you deserve or, or want to be or where you're at. And the reason why I actually wanted to ask about it is just because I want to make sure that there's a clear clarification within the audience, because a lot of people sometimes feel like they're not good enough when they're actually good enough and they just have the imposter syndrome and they're not even aware they have it because they might be expert at something. So that's why I wanted to clarify it to make yeah. sure that, hey, you guys, you got, you guys are great. You have the credibility. So stop doubting yourself. Sometimes you just have to, you know, maybe know it's a syndrome and you can overcome it. And then I'm sure you'll go ahead and explain with us how did you overcome it? Uh, through the research that you did as well. Yeah. Um, some studies say that over 70% of humans actually suffer from imposter syndrome. So it's very, very popular or very common thing rather. So I, when, whenever I decided or I was able to identify that this was something I was still having a challenge with, I created positive affirmations. And because I know how the, the mind works, I created positive affirmations that I used while I was sleeping. So while I'm sleeping, my mind is in a suggestive state. My conscious mind isn't saying, actually, I don't believe that. And it's acting as a filter. And so I'm able to reprogram my subconscious mind that way. So three to four weeks, everybody's different. You consistently do it every night and you can reprogram your subconscious mind. So that's why I didn't want to say instantly, but it does take a little bit of time, but it is a lot faster than waking up in the morning and read the reading the affirmations on your mirror because what happens is let's say you know i believe that i am a confident person right let's say that's one of your one of your affirmations well if consciously you're struggling with imposter syndrome and you don't really believe that it doesn't matter how many times you say i believe i am a confident person i believe i am a confident you can say it a million times you're not even going to sound confident when you say it <laughs> yeah exactly and your conscious mind is saying that's not part of our belief so we're cutting that out it's not getting to our subconscious belief system. And so whenever I began to really dive into brainwave entrainment and found out that we could put ourselves instantly in an alpha or theta state, then I said, well, wow, this, is, this can really supercharge the reprogramming of my, uh, my limiting beliefs. I don't have to do it only whenever I'm sleeping. I can do it during the day put my brain in, in a low alpha state, which is also associated with the flow state, which works good for me because I do a lot of creative work. And while I'm listening to that, I can have my affirmations playing 
or even have them created subliminally. Um, so that way they're playing underneath the track and then I can reprogram my subconscious uh, beliefs while I'm awake and even while I'm asleep. So that's what led me down to this whole path of brainwave entrainment, of being able to, because my North Star is being able to provide the tools for people so that way they can take back programming of their subconscious beliefs in their mind. Because whenever we have the tools available to us and the know-how, how to reprogram our subconscious beliefs, then we are what I like to call limitless. We can create the life that we want. We can be confident. We can achieve success in whatever success is for us. We can you know, get the guy or the girl that we want or the partner, whatever it is. We can go apply for that job that we thought we were never good enough. We can do all of these things that we've wanted to do because we have now overwritten our subconscious beliefs and we now feel more empowered because that's our automated system. Now our automated system is operating at a level that is matching what we want to achieve out there. And so whenever we believe these things subconsciously, we begin to act, we begin to see opportunities, we begin to speak as such, and things begin to change in our world due, uh, due to those circumstances. And Ahmed, I'm loving all this conversation, but I know you also brought up that you can listen to it on your phone or through a computer. Can you explain a little bit about the, the program? How can uh, the audience access it? Yeah, absolutely. So you can go to isosynclabs.com, I-S-O-S-Y-N-C labs.com. And we have different packages that you can buy. So like right now we have what's called a success reprogramming package. We've also due to a high demand and feedback from our existing users where we've created an alpha female and an alpha male uh, reprogramming package, right? So people want to feel more confident. I know which one to get. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and we have a lot of ones that we're, we're actually creating. And so when I say package, it's actually a bundle. Because if you want to reprogram your, your uh, limiting beliefs as fast as possible, then it needs to be done as much as possible throughout the day. So our bundle consists of uh, four different tracks. So there's a sleep hypnosis track that has beautiful sleep sounds and whatnot, very calming music, and it puts you into a relaxed state. We have a guided and an unguided because some people like the guided, some people don't like the guided. And so it puts you into a deep sleep. While it's sleeping, those the uh, or while it's playing, it takes you to a theta level for a while, about 40 minutes. And then it begins, the iso, isosync tones take you into a low delta level. So you can get that deep rejuvenative sleep that we need. While that's happening, there are subliminal messages in the background that support that, that support that, you know, those success thoughts. I can be successful. I am successful. I achieve great things, so on and so forth. So those are done subliminally because you don't want to wake you up in, you know, the middle of the night. Let's say you wake up and then you hear these and that can kind of keep you awake. Now, when you wake up, what we call is it's kind of like a morning prime type type thing. So there's um, some uh, kind of like motivational music that play, and there's those positive affirmations that are speaking. We have a, some professional voiceover artists, either for the male or the female, that speak these things over, and there's music playing in the background, and it repeats these positive affirmations. So you, while you're brushing your teeth and you're waking up, like literally we made one specific custom for my wife and for myself. So you wake up in the morning and we play that and you go about your day doing your shower, your morning routine. And that's playing those audible positive affirmations are playing while you're still waking up. You're also in the alpha state 
and subliminally in the background they're playing as well. And so then after you've gone through your morning routine and you're playing this throughout the day, some of our most popular tracks are the focus tracks. So a lot of people like study music. They like uh, focus music. They like to play some music in the background while they're doing their work. And so while that's going and happening in the background, we have, we have, um, we have lo-fi, we have hip hop, we have some classical music. We have a lot of different genres of music based on the feedback we've gotten from our existing users. And in underlying under that music, we have two things that are happening. We have a frequency that keeps you in that creative alpha state, right? So if you need, if you want to be in a more of a flow state and a creative state, you can do that. Or if you need one that keeps you into a gamma state, we have those as well. So let's say you need, you're working on a million different spreadsheets as once at once and a lot of numbers. Well, then you would choose that one. So that way you can keep yourself in that high alert binding state and you can uh, be focused. But at the same time, there's those subliminal messages that are happening in the background that are reprogramming your subconscious mind for success, for confidence, for being able to see opportunities and take a hold of opportunities. So the last one that we have is what I, I call an evening detox. So one of the biggest challenges that most people have, and I had for a long time, is whenever you're done with the day, you're in that alert state because you're getting so much done. You got a lot of work. Maybe you had a stressful meeting or whatnot. And work is done. And now you got to come down, right? Well, you know, I, I don't want to drink or, you know, take any kind of, you know, downer or melatonin. I don't like drugs, whether, you know, whatever they are. So I would, I wanted to find something that I could do, I could do, I could listen to that puts me in a meditative state. It takes me from the high beta, takes me down to the, to the mid alpha. And so that's what we call our detox. So there's a, uh, uh, and the great thing about this too, is that it also does all of these also uh, do uh, promote and help you our, the different compartments of our brain become balanced. And at any state of consciousness, when our compartments of our brain are harmonized and what's called synced up, we just feel better. We just feel more connected to earth, to universe, to God, or, you know, infinite intelligence, whatever we believe in, we just operate better. And we also have better interactions with our family and those around us, right? Because we're not irritable and, and, you know, biting people's heads off. Yeah. So <laughs> those are the four and every one of our packs are designed with those four things. And all along the way, they have the subliminal messages or the audible affirmations that play along. And so we're right now, we're actually putting together a program. And probably by the time this is published, it will be available. With each one of those packs, there's going to be a guide. You'll be able to download kind of like a planner type thing to where you can say, well, how am I feeling today? You know, what are the three things that I'm grateful for this morning? You like just a self-assessment tracker. Yep, exactly. At the end of the week, what did I get accomplished this week? How, how do I feel in my different, you know, fuel gauges? How's my health? How do I feel about my wealth? How do I feel about my spiritual connection, my emotional connection? You can kind of rate yourself. It takes anywhere. Some people are a lot quicker. It can take two weeks. It can take a week. Um, some people, it takes three weeks or so, but it'll be essentially like a three week or 21 day program where you can just keep track of yourself as you go and you'll reprogram your subconscious beliefs. And a lot of people now that use them are just like, yeah, I, you know, I just, I just feel more confident. I, you know, I don't know what it is. And I'm just, you know, doing these things and yada, yada, yada. And, and it's because all this stuff is happening in the background while we're going about our day. Love it. And I'll attach the link for you guys on the show notes. Make sure to click on it. We'll go ahead and attach the LinkedIn link for, uh, for Matt. So you guys can definitely connect with him. 
Matt, what's a what's a new and exciting project uh, that you m- maybe are else working on? I know this is really big um, and it's a lot of information, but at the same time, I know, like I mentioned earlier, the listeners should definitely listen to episode 63. So this way it's kind of everything tags along with uh, programming, reprogramming limited beliefs and knowing exactly how to hack your brain and recalibrate everything. But um, do you have any other things under your sleeve that you'd like to share with us? I'm sure you're not just sitting there doing just one thing at a time knowing you. <laughs> well, yeah, I did uh, recently publish a book called The Art of Kicking Ass and Taking Names, The Ultimate Guide to Mastering Your Day Without Burning Out. And so that was just accumulation of my past 10, 11 years of being an entrepreneur and striking a balance and finding out how to be um, you know, very productive and operate at a high level. Also in that book, there's a chapter that goes into the whole thing with Isosync Labs and how I came uh, about it, why it's important to me. Um, and also why, when you go to the website, you'll also see why, um, another reason why I created this is because the intent behind what I'm doing is purely to help. And unfortunately there are people out there that are aware of the suggestive state of mind and they have, and are using these things to subliminally program us with negative things. So that's really my, my, um, my passion draw for this. Um, cause I was able to do this for myself and change my life. So I want to help others. And the book touches on that. The book also goes, uh, in a lot of wonderful practical things on how you can really just balance your day, your surroundings, get the most out of your day and not feel burnt out at the end of the week and still have enough time to be with your friends, your family and be there and present. So that's that. Isosync Labs um, is my biggest and most uh, passionate project. Um, you know, like I said, it's my it's my passion to help people. I, I this has been around since 1970 something, right? Brain brainwave entrainment. However, nobody seems to know about it, or it's not that common. And um, I think that's a huge disservice to humans in general because we get so wrapped up in what we think other people should do with us. We feel like we don't have control of our own lives and you know, we, we have all these limiting beliefs and we don't know what's going on and we're just kind of following this path that's laid out from us. And I want to provide the tools for anybody and everybody so that way they can take back control of their life. And it all starts with our subconscious beliefs that we were given when we were children in our environment and whatnot. And you can learn more about that in the other episode. Now, the exciting projects that have spawned off of this is that I've had on both spectrums, I've had people in the professionals, professionals in the dog and pet realm that have actually come and said, have you thought about creating uh, frequencies for pets to help with anxiety and stuff like that? So over the last month and a half, we've been working on that, testing, creating what's called pet tones and with amazing results. Um, and so this has spawned off uh, a whole nother uh, program and app there. And then on the other flip side, we're working with, like I mentioned, uh, occupational pediatric therapists and playtime therapists that have said, you know, could you make frequencies or tones or, you know, to help with, you know, babies and children to help, you know, with anxiety or sensory uh, disorders. And so we've been working on that too. And currently with our, we, in both sides, we have close to a hundred um, people testing these things out and with a wonderful result. So, this one journey that I've gone on to help adults, you know, be more empowered with their life has spawned off two different, you know, other, we'll call them departments of ISOSync Labs. So those are things that I'm working on as well and, and really excited to be a part of it. 
I love it. It seems like you have multiple resources to pretty much help people kick ass and take names. Um, I mean, I come from a sales world, so that's what I do. <laughs> um, I yep. love the title of the book itself, but you're give, you're providing uh, people a lot, a lot of resources, which I love it. Now, I'm really interested to know um, if your success definition has changed. You know, the very last question of the episode is, what's your definition of success? I'm not sure if you remember what you said on episode 63, but I think we have to relook at it. But what's your definition of success right now? It would be interesting to see if it's different. So my definition of success is being able to live your life as fully as possible the way you want to live it. And, you know, success is different for everybody. Some people um, having a lot of money and achieving great things in their job and their career and all of these wonderful physical things is success to them. Some people being able to, you know, live out in the cabin in the woods and just be connected with nature all the time. That's success to them. Success is different for every one of us. And there is no bad or wrong definition of success. And so my version of success is, is being able to achieve, find your, we'll call it your calling, your destiny, what you're here to do, what your passion is, what kind of draws your heart, finding that and being able to find a way to incorporate that in your life, helping others. That is my definition of success. And that is why I also am doing what I'm doing to help people to be able to reach their definition of life success as well. I love it. Now we just have to compare it to the previous episode. It's actually very similar. I checked it earlier. It's very similar to it. <laughs> okay. Oh, good. Well, good. <laughs> Matt, thank you so, so much for being a part of Coffee with Romina again. Thank you for re coming back to the episode, yeah. to the to the podcast. We really appreciate it. And you guys, make sure to look at the show notes. Uh, I went ahead and attached all the links for you to get directly in contact with Matt, be able to check out his new book, as well as the new program. If you have any questions, make sure to reach him out on LinkedIn. And Matt, thank you again for being a part of Coffee with Romina. Thank you for having me. I really enjoyed it. Absolutely. And for you, my dear listeners, just make sure again to hit the subscribe button wherever you are listening to this podcast from, wherever you get your podcast juice from. Go ahead and subscribe. And I will see you guys on the next episode. Until then, have a fabulous week. Bye for now. This podcast is a 6-7 Radius production. To learn more about 6-7 Radius, our services, and how we can help you strategize your marketing and increase your sales, click the service tab on connectwithromina.com.